Omega don't know. Ambitious girl, your drive drives me crazy. I'm trying to stay with you, lay with you. I pay your tuition and pray with you if you ain't intuition. I'm trying to fuck the shit out your aspirations. See, the last one I dated, I hated. We wake up, I go to work, she leave out, come back with some makeup, high heels and a purse. So worst I ask a baby girl, what you aspire to be? And she reply to me like, why you perspiring me, bitch? Pardon me if I'm sweating you, but I want to see something else in you before I invest in you. Ambitious girl, what it sitting for? I'd rather you tell me to hit you later because you got to finish the paper than to be in my face asking for a rosé cup. See, these bitches can't cut in your business. I'm in love with your business. And your productivity is the reason I interest, ambitious girl. See, I like the person that you are, but I'm in love with the person that you have potential to be. <laughs> and all your dreams sharing with me, and your secrets bearing with me, and the flaws you don't even got to mention to me. Ambitious girl, <laughs> you just want to win, and you rather chase your dreams than to try to chase these men that try to chase these skirts. I try to chase these shots with flavors that ain't even as sweet as her My ambitious girl, I won't forget you I just reflect on how I ain't met you yet, boo <laughs> You somewhere, getting your life in order So for this time being, I hope this open scribe might support her The supporter, the worker, she worth it Go girl, go girl, go girl, ambition letter to the girl I was last year y'all today is my 30th birthday and you know it is so refreshing to reflect on my life in the past three decades and I made it um 30 years of glory it's a revelation have you ever thought like a certain point in time in your life you're like damn I really got my shit together like, it's finally here. Like, you see it. You think about all the things that you've been through. Think about all the hardships, the frustrations that you once had. And you're like, damn, I did that shit. It's really here. That revelation comes. And you be so happy and excited because you're at the optimal, highest reward of what you're trying to receive in this earth figuring out what your purpose is in life trying to understand why things are the way they are why things happen the way they happen and now you sit there you understand why just knowing why is good enough why did this happen like this and you sit there and you have that that pivotal moment in your life you sit back like damn this is it I know how sometimes in life we could be so lost and so confused. It would be asking God, why is this happening to me? What did I do wrong? But when we change our life's perspective and we ask God, what is God trying to teach me? In that pivotal moment, in that realization, now that will be the game changer. Sometimes the hardest part about being patient is wondering why God has us waiting. Like, 
why is it taking so long for my desires to be fulfilled? What can you do to make this process faster? What are you doing wrong? What do you need to do while waiting? Be still and wait? Should I invest my time into something else knowing that that's not where my heart is truly at? Man, when I tell you, these are just questions that can really get up under your skin, y'all. And these are all practical questions we seem to ask ourselves and God during our waiting period. So here's the thing. We have to keep the faith and trust in God that he will reveal to us our path and our plan. Y'all, coronavirus 2020 from March to this to May, to this point right now, this was a great reflection period for me where I can really sit back and shred my lease. All the things that I want to do for myself, the things, the goals, the ideas, the things I predict to happen the way I want it to happen. No, no, I ain't planning shit else. Okay, what I tell you, this has put my life into a whole different perspective where you cannot dictate how your life gonna go. You just can't. You just can't. And you have to just shred your list. Your do's, your don'ts, your wills, your wants, the shoulda, woulda, couldas. Like everything I imagine happening at a certain point in time. Or I like this, but I don't like that. I like this, but I don't like that. Sometimes, you know, what you want ain't really what you need. And it really took this reflection period and this reflection time within this past year, and especially during coronavirus 2020, for me to really, 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 truly understand this. So basically, I want to do like a little summary of the book that I wrote and published on my actual 30th birthday, Open Letter to a Girl That Never Settles. So this book's has seven chapters of 42 pages of pure virtuous thoughts a beautiful cover design created by me um the best quotes geared towards the premises of the book it serves as a tool guide for understanding your self-worth it's a journey of self-discovery this book also has reflection journaling after each chapter with bible passages and questions to answer related to the chapter of discussion This book will touch on building self-awareness. This book will also give you insight on womanhood struggles and how to navigate through life. This book also leaves no questions about building a presence that will make you immortal. People will know your name even after you die. So as we're talking about the seven chapters, chapter number one is called Four Brown Girls. Four Brown Girls is simply about self-awareness. Do you know who you are? Do you know what it takes to fully understand yourself? Sometimes people fail to realize that self-awareness is a process. Self-awareness is having the courage to see yourself from yourself, from outside of yourself. Who you are and how you see yourself are keys to understanding your true value. We take control of our own narrative by turning the life we have into the one that we want. Chapter number two, it would be superwoman syndrome. Personally, for me, I have this really, really bad womanhood chronicles. Boy, I tell you, 
Are you a woman who thinks that you have to do it all? Your career is what you pay for, but your calling is what you're made for. You have to answer your calling to serve others. And you can only do this by when you are the best version of you. Life will pass you by if you do not take the time and make time for yourself. Even though we keep the S on our chest, we can't even do it all. Chapter three is when it really gets deep. Misconceptions of you. And this is so ironic and so funny that I named this title um, Misconceptions of You because I sometimes I do feel personally that people have a misconception of me or people think they know me, but when they really don't know me, they know their perceptions of me. So that's why chapter three was called Misconceptions of You. How do you deal with others' negative perceptions of you when the relationship isn't close enough to just talk it out and just sort through the problems that they have with you? Other people's perceptions of us can be a surprising mirror when you think so. Information from others might tell you about yourself. How do you deal with a wrong perception of yourself? Do you let it slide or do you seek and restore? Hmm. And now we have chapter four, which is my favorite why her why her you ask girl it's because it's god's timing everyone has their own journey their own story to tell someone else's personal testimony should inspire you to be the best version of yourself not instill jealousy and envy why does society teaches us to compare and compete against one another but guess what here's the team when one win we all win And now introducing chapter five, resentment. Words can express what magnitude of resentment we have from the common thoughts of being reminded of the poor decisions we made in our childhood and adulthood. They say when you know better, you do better. But how do we still come up short? Listen, replacing why this is happening to me and what is God trying to teach me is a game changer. Next, we have chapter six. Best thing I never had. Y'all, rejection hurts. It doesn't matter if you've been rejected from family, friends, significant others, or a deferred goal. Have you ever experienced that your greatest blessings have came out of what you received as rejection? The most important life lessons we will ever learn will come from the bad decisions we make. Life is funny, isn't it? Tell me about it. And last but not least, we have the seventh chapter. Good girls finish first. Would you have done anything differently? If you say yes, you'll become wiser to learn from your past mistakes and persevere. We must thank God for his guidance, standing firm in our morals and values, and knowing that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Tough times don't last forever. Misconversation piece. Unlock your inner confidence and show up as the authentic you. So really, y'all, like you're asking, why should you purchase this book? And here's my answer. Are you looking for some advice and guidance on how to improve your aspect of your life? Whether you're looking to make more money, change your career, or have more substantial relationships? This book purpose is to create a tool for women to understand to never settle in life, relationships, and give up on oneself. This book gives you the fundamentals of self-awareness, self-recovery, and overcoming life disappointments. So I'm asking you this. Why should we settle? 
Settling is a very dreadful, depressing word. Few people would suggest outright that you should settle for less than what you want and deserve in life and relationships. How do y'all feel about that? Do you think that's true? But the pressure to settle can be very real, even if it's not communicated explicitly. People who are single after a certain age may be seen too picky, bougie, and urged to lower their standards. I don't know about that, y'all. But singles are also likely to face social stigma due to their solo status. From the earliest days, we've been taught that our worth is tied up with our ability to find a man. That marriage marks the passion to mature adulthood and is our most sacred and most important adult relationship. And that we are not complete until we find our other half. And then there is the issue of our biological clocks. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Especially if you're like me, who's just turned 30 and have not one child. <laughs> but, you know, they're saying that it's imperative, which is regularly placed on women. You know, that pressure. And also, I read an article about certain research suggests that men also feel slighted in that area too where it can affect them as well it's no wonder that people feel rushed to settle down before they're reading or before they find their right match social media can really screw your minds up y'all the fear of being alone can skew your priorities sometimes you feel it's close to being too late for you to find the things that you love for your life as we get older, it is said that it will be harder and harder to know what you genuinely want. Could it be that people are afraid of being single or happier in lower quality relationships because of their lower standards for them? Any relationships is better than none at all. Do you guys think that's true? I don't think so. I don't think not likely. Given the importance of like social connection to our well-being, it is understandable that we seek our intimate relationships. But when fear of understanding that it also uh, being alone drives our romantic decisions, it can lead to us to ex exercise poor judgment and to like choose relationships that are likely to last, unlikely to last that makes us depressed or even leave us vulnerable to abuse. Personally, I feel like selling is a safe bet. Like, whereas holding out is a gamble. For every story you hear about someone who was too picky and ended up alone and miserable, there is another story about someone who stuck to their guns and ultimately found someone amazing who made the wait more worth it. Another cognitive bias that could lead to settling which involves making a decision based on what you have previously invested in something man potential potential loss is inevitable in these cases sometimes accepting a person flaws does not mean you have to settle for them people are sometimes too picky about the qualities they want in a, their partner and as a consequence they reject potentially great people for superficial reasons that will not prove to be what matter in the long run but when you fall in love with someone accepting their shortcomings does it feel like settling in fact 
one of the assurances of a happy relationship is our tendency to idealize our partners and even see their vices as their virtues rather than picking them apart and talking about the person's negatives and some positive qualities we should look at the big picture of who they are as a person and how we feel when we are with them if a relationship feels right as a whole and the important bases are covered but then there is nothing that needs to be settled for if it's meant to be it will be in order to understand what it means to thrive successfully in womanhood Women must develop both a solid foundation and cultivate an understanding of key components critical to achieving their better self. We must all continue to fight to break cycles, give birth to our dreams, and walk according to our purpose. The aim for an open letter to a girl that never settled is to provide a theoretical framework for identifying self-awareness, addressing individuality, and emphasizing the uniqueness of oneself. Individualization and self-awareness is very imperative in our community. Embracing this idea creates environments in which people are given the tools and resources to challenge the status quo, push boundaries, and achieve growth. Sharing and caring is embedded in our DNA, so it feels foreign when others' distractions conflict with that light. Never settle in life, growth, or relationships. Ladies, if you don't know something and you want to gain some insight, enjoy this read and apply. Seek to apply and experiment knowledge at every step along your journey, but never stop learning. It is yours to have. Take it with full intent. Blissful, efficacious people are obsessed with the progression of their craft, which transcends the physical reward. Ladies, let's rise above our circumstances. Take that risk and leverage what you have today for what you will have tomorrow. This is our heartfelt open letter to a girl that never settles.